Hey everybody, we are the Technical Foul Podcast and uh, the whole gang is back together to bring you another episode and uh, we have a lot of content or no content. We have a lot. We have not decided yet. We got a lot to say. Yeah, so yeah, it's been a while since we've been back at it, so... Hopefully it's been we'll get like out two more weeks, on the regular. three weeks. It's been like a month. We have to be a priority. You know, we we come before anything else. You know, we you have basketball practice. We. You have basketball practice. I understand, but you have to make sacrifices. So, uh, your wife basically has to go on the back burner. Right. So she'll understand. You tell her that and see what she. She'll understand I mean, once we have thousands we can, of subscribers. We can call her right now, live on the pod. It doesn't matter. She doesn't listen. And I'll just tell her. No! <laughs> no. You do not get any time with Ben. It's our time. Right. So, um, a lot has happened since the last time uh, we had podcasts. So, basically, all Raz the NFL playoffs happened. The, all, the entire NFL playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, Raz's bandwagon, Clemson Tigers, won a, not a special game. I don't, it's kind of an important game. Not I don't a bandwagon. Know. So, what's up with the Clemson Tigers? Man, they did their thing. Um, what they do? They won the national championship. Oh, I just wanted to hear it. They won the Shut national championship. Shut up, every Alabama fan. Yes. I'm so happy. And in Chattanooga, there's so many Alabama fans. And yeah. I don't even think they know where Alabama is. <laughs> so... <laughs> Is that? It's there's Alabama, Alabama fans that don't even know. Like, <laughs> they we're in the know. hub of they think SEC it's in Georgia. Country. Can you even spell Tuscaloosa? They, no. They think it's but, in Georgia. Hey, roll What's tide. What's Tuscaloosa? Roll Tide. They think it's an animal. <laughs> no, so, but seriously, you got nothing but Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia fans. Like, we're in the hub because we're so close to the border. Yeah. All three. That's yeah. true. So, you know, that's how it is. So what do you think? Well, I mean, give us a little recap real quick. Uh, Deshaun Watson just showed how much, you know, he actually deserved that Heisman. Um, he's played, actually he played definitely his best game of his whole college career. Was he a senior? He's He has declared for the draft, of course. But he's not playing in the senior bowl. No, that's 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 below him. Yeah. So what do he you, has, what do you, why do you think he's not playing in the senior bowl? Uh, me personally, I just think he doesn't have anything else to prove i think the senior bowls for students or young athletes that you know didn't get to show or want to show more of their um, skill and talent um to try to raise their dra- draft stock or you know give them a last little hoorah or whatever like but that. is his draft stock gonna fall because of that uh no i don't think so so uh, where do you shouldn't. think he goes I think he goes. He's prob. There's another kid. I forget his name, but he should be this first or second. You want Mitch Trubisky? Yeah, Mitch Trubisky. He should be one or two um, quarterback taken off. Well, I just board. think with the way that NFL does things, and they want, and it's just let's get the younger guys. This type of thing. They want a tall guy who can throw. They're probably gonna go Trubisky one. I think. One Watson. overall? I mean, that's the way the NFL Dude, is. I, that's what they the, do. The, the Browns cannot continue to draft quarterbacks. It doesn't work out. 
they keep going through these rookie quarterbacks. They just, just I agree, but I'm just, just saying that's draft what, a offensive lineman or draft a go good safe. linebacker that you know this can play go, from I mean, day I one. Think go the safe for route. like so many <laughs> successful teams, you look at their common denominator is their offensive defensive line are really good. I think so what it is, I think it'd be smart to take a lineman, but that's what the NFL does. They fall in love with the quarterback hype. They want to take quarterback number one overall. That's what almost happens every year. So, I mean, I think I would rather have Watson in the second or third round than take Trubisky one overall. But I don't know if that's going to happen. What are they? I think what it is, it's maybe the, trade away, the trade away the first personnel. pick. Well, they have two picks though, the Browns, because they have uh, they have somebody else's pick. It's like number ten. They just take two man. quarterbacks, one at t- one and one at ten. Yeah, exactly. And maybe one of them would be the good. best thing for Deshaun. He just needs to go to actually a. A decent organization that's not going to put throw him into the fire so quickly, kind of like how um, the Cincinnati Bengals are doing. AJ, Mc, what's his name? McCarron. The is old, that by choice from Alabama? From Alabama, yeah. How he's just behind Andy Dalton. Because, yeah, but I don't think is that because of skill. Well, is that no. a plan thing? No, I don't think that's a plan thing. That's just because Andy Dalton's better. Well, yeah, Andy Dalton's better, but that's also... Uh, You're saying if he went somewhere with a veteran that he can learn from. He can learn from. I mean, Aaron like Rodgers Aaron sat Rogers behind Brett, Brett Favre for right. years. And Jimmy Garoppolo with Tom Brady. Walter Football has... I just think for for football, I think it's good to go with the more experienced uh, players. Then with basketball, you know, you can take, you know, a one-and-done player and, you know, it's, it's, it's different. You know, I think if a football player stays for two, you know, three or four years in college, then they're most likely going to be uh, more successful in their um, professional career in football versus basketball. Like, it's more of a sure thing that this person would, you know, turn out to be. Yeah, so we, uh, so... So it's good. We started off with some college football and uh, uh, transitioned to some NFL propositions. Uh, we'll come back to the NFL at the end, talk about uh, the big game. I don't think you can say the S word without a license. Right. You gotta, you gotta so be. we'll come, come, back, come back and talk about the big game. Um, but By the way, has anybody seen this video of the Korean Basketball <laughs> League Mannequin Challenge? No, we're not watching it. Stop. Have you, have you heard? Have you seen it though? Mm-mm. No. It's like during the Korean basketball All Star game, they the guy goes up for a shot. Literally everybody on the court just freezes. Mannequin challenge. It's fantastic. During the shot? During the during the game. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. No. Stop. We're getting sidetracked. <laughs> All right. So basketball. Talk about college basketball. Okay. You guys. Have some college basketball? Man, I'm super so, excited because uh, there's two of my two favorite teams. The Oregon Ducks. Come on. And the Cow Bears. The Carolina Tar Heels. I've been a fan since I was a kid. Right? Michael Jordan. If you have to if you have to explain yourself, is does that like discount your fandom? Does it? Takes away your credit. You no, know, because I feel like I, I feel bad sometimes. This is super sidetrack. But I feel bad sometimes because like when I talk about the Patriots, if you were like, oh, of course you're a Patriot fan because they're, cause they're good. Why wouldn't you? Like, no, I've been a Patriots fan since I was, since 1996. And, like, I haven't wavered 
whatsoever. Brewski. Yeah, don't so don't like, question me. But sometimes I feel like when I'm explaining that, I'm like, wait a minute, why do I have to explain myself to you? But it's be you know. It's like, oh, well, of course, because they're good. You, you're like, oh, of course, North I think Carolina. that's transition. Like, oh, you're a Yankees fan? Of course, of course. you are. I was going to give them like, back. Well, the they just so happen to be in the, in the one of the best, best teams of all time. And but. they just so happen to be in the best, well, the, you know, the game of the year right now, which is, you know, World Series right. or Super Bowl. Let me start over. Let me start the Yankees over. have not been in the World Series in, like, Let me start over. I, four I'm going to give a background story as to why I'm talking about this. Okay. Okay. So, when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Growing up, how old were you? in Florida? It doesn't matter. Did you have a BB five, gun? Five years old. I've been a Florida State football fan since I was born. Basically, my parents took me to games when I was a baby. So, Doke? Yeah, got to see. Well, I got to see air quotes because I was one and don't remember it. Deion Sanders played for the Seminoles. So, anyway, their their football team has always been something to brag about. Their basketball team, however, has never been. All that great. Now, do, am I a fan of Florida State basketball? Yes, I've always watched their basketball games. I've tried to keep up with them. But because of their lack of success, I kind of latched on to the Tar Heels at a young age. You know, I always liked the uniforms, the colors. I was a big fan of Michael Jordan. You know, we had a really good team in the early 2000s, and that's when I really started watching college basketball. And I really remember like getting excited about college basketball. So anyway, this year, both teams happen to be really good. Both are ranked in the top 10 currently. Just, I mean, playing really well. Florida State played like six games against ranked opponents, and they won all but one of them. So they have just been on tear. And then Carolina, I think, out of their last like five or six games, they've scored 90 in almost all of them, which is like pretty high scoring for college basketball even these days. And one of them, they scored 107. Which is kind of crazy. This is what we're doing. <laughs> we listen to your stories. You guys are staring at your phones. That's because Rashid. That's because Rashid's charging me money on Venmo. He's sending me like an invoice <laughs> for pizza. <laughs> Rad is sending me a pizza invoice. Rude. No. Um, yeah. Well, uh, Florida. So Florida State six and. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, Florida, Florida, Florida State has never been ranked this high in like the last 20 years. I mean, it's something to be excited about for me. Now, I know you guys probably don't care about Florida State, but the Tar Heels are doing good. I mean, Duke's in the conversation. Kentucky is good. Villanova's good. Kansas is good. Like, all these popular teams, UCLA, are good. So I think it's an exciting time to be a college basketball Where'd player. Gonzaga come from? Gonzaga. 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 Well, they had that deep... Uh, Zags. They, they used good. to be good. Yeah. No, they're still good. They're They've still, been still good. good. They're the same coach they Shout had. out to Robert Zachary, former Laker play for... Uh, Nobody cares about Robert Zachary. <laughs> now we've got to... Now we've got to edit that out. Oh, yeah, we, we have to edit We told you before... Zachary. We told you before but you guys the have pod started, no Lakers. have known that he played. Yes, I did know that. You don't think I didn't know that? I just had to add that in there. You don't think I knew that Robert Sacre came from Gonzaga? No, because he's a Laker. Oh my God! Just because he's a Laker don't mean I know where <laughs> didn't know where he came from. Name one. You know where Nick Young played college Name basketball? one other. Yes. Where? USC. USC. Yes. Which one? University of South Carolina. Trojans. Trojans. Okay. I'm, um, I'm proud that you actually know that. Where? Uh, name one other famous Gonzaga player. Uh, All time Steve alumni. Nash. Nope. 
Steve Nash played for St. Mary's. St. Mary's. I don't know another Gonzaga player. Name one. Adam Morrison. Who do you play for? Charlotte. The Bobcats or the Hornets? The Bobcats. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember him? The no. stash? The dirty stash? You don't remember him? No. Yeah, he, he was, was like the third overall pick. He was, he was a, a phenomenon, but he never played good in the NBA. I remember the Mormon dude to play for BYU. John Stockton's like son. The world up. What was his oh, name? Jim, Jimmer. Jimmer. No, but he, he doesn't do nothing now. Dude. He's, was, he's bagging groceries Jimmer, at Aldi. Jimmer broke my heart. Because he was like every white boy's dream of like what a great ba- college basketball and that's player that's why could Isaiah be. Thomas is wrecking the league right now. Because Jimmer Fredette was drafted ahead of him. He used that as motivation? Yes. He, white boys never go everything to show No, I'm saying players like that is just super over, overhyped in, in college, you know, turn out to be that. Are we saying bullshit. this is white players? Or we... No, just like, no. I'm, I'm just, just saying like. Just... No, but seriously though, I mean, Isaiah when you're Thomas Isaiah is... Thomas, you get drafted 60th overall. He was literally the last pick. The last pick of the second draft. Second I mean, round. Every dude that got drafted in front of you, that's motivation. Right. And he uses, he's got a mad chip on his shoulder. Right. Any, no big stories? I mean, Coach K kicking his entire yeah. team out of the locker room. That's a big deal right now. Him and, and that whole program is kind of, you know, on the radar, especially with all the stuff that's happened with Grayson Allen. But they're still top 20. They still make it into the tournament. They're still... Oh, they're going to make it into the tournament. I mean, they're because they're Duke. And they're going to they're gonna continue to win. Especially, I think, with what he's doing right now, that's just going to motivate them. Yeah. So I think they'll start playing better. It's good for them to have a, you know, three other, four last games, losses right now instead of yeah, you later in the season in the conference. Yeah, you want to lose games now versus lose games later on in the season so you can kind of learn what you're made of. You know? And that's why I think... And get your jerseys like, back. Well, teams like Kentucky and UCLA and teams like that, Carolina, they always play tough opponents at the beginning of the season, I think, because it's kind of like a, a measuring stick. So... Yeah, and you have to have your Duke gear back by the yeah, well, time have, the tournament starts. You have or, to be able to play with the actual stuff that was given to you and wear your own apparel. Speaking of Duke, Duke's most exciting player right now uh, on the basketball tip, who is Grayson Allen and Mr. Most exciting? Yeah. He's I mean, most, most controversial. Yeah, most controversial. Exciting. Not their best player. No, they have two guys. They have, like, uh, Jason Tatum. He's going to be a top 10 pick. Who's making uh, Shaq than a fool? <laughs> that doesn't mean he's... Most doesn't exciting. doesn't mean he's... No, you didn't say most... <laughs> I said most exciting. You say most exciting? Yeah. Oh, no, but I saw like a... I watched like a five-minute YouTube video of uh, Grayson Alley and his tripping spree. And... Um, this guy is just amazing. The fact that you had to use the word tripping spree because there's been multiple trips. Right. Yo, I swear to God, his mom needs to take away his temper repeating mattress. Like he he needs to Casper. be on he needs to be on punishment. <laughs> like, mattress. I am taking away. I took away his mom. I wouldn't be surprised if they interview his mom. I've already took away his iPad. So, like, oh no, that's iPad. He's just I'll take away that iPhone. I went in his bedroom and I unplugged his 65 inch TV 
He will not be playing that PlayStation 4 He told anymore. me some NBA team gave it to him. Whoa, 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 oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> no. Hey, listen. Definitely wasn't Coach K. I, I had his dad go unplug the battery in it his was a Maserati. Gift. It was a gift. No, <laughs> no mom can't take still. <laughs> no, man. But that guy, he just looked... His whole look is just... He's from just, his face just and everything. He just looks super entitled, young. Entitled. Entitled. punk. Yeah. Do you think, punk. like... How how far has his draft stock fallen? Oh, I was think he, he knows on the that. radar. I last think he year, last year everyone oh, yeah, he had a really good him. really good year last year. Yeah, I think he knows that his draft his draft stock is falling, and that's why he's just like, screw it, I'm wilding out. No, let's put this in perspective. Marcus Smart. Marcus <laughs> that's a good Smart. Good example. That's a good Marcus example. Marcus Smart. He had his uh, college, let's um, say football, basketball incidences where, but I don't think it's as bad as. He didn't bring it on him as much as Grayson Allen is doing. Like, he's, Grayson Allen is, it seems like it's premeditated just in his psyche to where he's just, I mean, walking through, walking between huddles from the opposing team, uh, on the screen and rows, he's tripping, you know, oh, just flailing the leg like Draymond Green. Is this I mean, like a kid who, he's, he's is, literally, is this like a kid who you, doesn't get his way? So he starts, tantrum. he's, He's throwing a, a if he's not grade yeah. A temper tantrum. Yeah. Well, the other thing is that he's just trying to get attention. He, he's just trying to get attention. Is what it is. Somebody. Yeah, but is bad attention going to gain him anything? No, it's not. But he doesn't care. Or else he would be doing something. And about he doesn't it. care because you can read through his mannerisms on the floor. Am I right? Yeah. So that's that's the difference. Like that's the difference between his situations to players like. Um, what's the other um, Duke player? The other white guy, the historical guy that played for the U.S. team. What was his name again? The played for the Magic. No, Christian Leitner. Christian Leitner, like, yeah, you know, historical guy. Historical guy. He's a historian. <laughs> Christian Leitner. <laughs> college college career at least. Yeah, he had a bad reputation too, but that's. That's how Duke is perceived, though. If you're a white player at mm. Duke, you have a bad reputation. J.J. Redick was the same way. That's what was I was it? thinking John of. John yeah, Shire. That's what I was thinking of. J.J. Redick way. was controversial. Yeah. I mean, and, and the thing is, J.J. Redick has calmed down a lot. He was very cocky when he was in college. And he's admitted, I mean, I've listened to his podcast. He talks about how he's a lot different than he was then. You know, he did a lot of things that he regretted. So, I mean... It's like they kind of somewhat bring it on themselves, you know what I'm saying? Like, but then you look at JJ; it, he never really did anything that was controversial or wrong. He was just cocky, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of people didn't like him. But now you look at him; and he's like everybody likes him. He worked hard to get to where he is. Like he didn't get to play for the Magic right away, but he became better. He became a better defender, better passer. He was already a good shooter, you know. And now like. People love having him as a teammate. You know, he's changed himself a lot. But is Grayson Allen capable of doing something like that? I don't know. I just think he's... Is it just the immature factor? There's something different about him. He's got something that's not quite right upstairs. I don't know what it is, but I don't think he's going to recover from this. I mean, from... Well, the the way that you handle and react to adversity shows a lot about your character... 
and what's like deeply ingrained in you, can he change? Sure, anybody can change, but the chances, like you're seeing whenever these things no, happen. No, that's not true. What? DeMarcus Cousins cannot change. <laughs> DeMarcus Cousins is, I mean, right now it's like a uh, graph. He, he kind of spikes and then calms down. And then he will spike again if he something really doesn't is go. Is he in his, the valley right now? Yeah, he's he's in the valley. But my point was that, um, you know, he, he sure, people can change. But whenever you have, like, we're seeing him right now, which, you know, in a point where, you know, Duke is not on top of the world. No. He's not getting his way, no. and this is how he responds to adversity, by being petty, by tripping people, by acting a fool, and walking through, you know, walking through huddles and shoving people. I mean, th- I mean that shows that shows the character that's ingrained in you. Mm-hmm. That shows your true, that shows your true character. You can put on a front all you want, but when you hit adversity, that shows your true character, and that's harder to change than a habit, you know, a habit can be, you know, if, if he's just like, you know, somebody's kind of that, that tripping is kind of a habit, mm-hmm. you know, I could almost understand that. It's, is it make it right? No, but this is not a habit. This is him acting out because things aren't going the way he, things aren't going his way. Exactly. You know, he's not, he's not on top of the world. He's not the number one guy anymore. Mm-hmm. He's having to actually work top for five. it. And so, <sighs> He's a, he's, this is, he's his, his true he, colors are coming out. His true color. I can only hear so much about the Dukies before it makes me sick. Bomb. Just playing. No, I'm not a Duke hater like as much of a Carolina fan as I am. Coach K is probably the best basketball coach, college basketball coach ever. And he's been MIA this season. Am I right? Yeah. Just uh, yeah, last couple weeks since, yeah. since Christmas or so. But who I really want to talk about. He's been on vacation? No, back surgery. Yeah, you know, he he decided he just wanted to take a couple weeks off, you know, go to the Caribbean and, you know. Why couldn't he do that during the summer? Why couldn't he do that during the summer? No, bro, he had back surgery. He's not on vacation. But he was also coaching the Olympics during the summer. He's got a lot of stuff going on. So I oh, why couldn't he have back surgery during the summer? That's what I'm saying. Why couldn't he have back surgery during the summer? He might not have thought it was that bad. I mean, he's and all old. of a sudden he starts. Obviously, it's like, gonna be that bad. Why does that have to be obvious? Because he's only like what in his seventies, like early seventies, late sixties. He's probably in the seventies. Yeah. I mean, people can be of yeah. great health. He's an active guy. I mean, he dyes his hair, so there's no telling. My thing is, really is, why is that a guarantee? One hundred percent guarantee. Why wait if you know you're probably gonna need a surgery soon? Why wait? During the mid season to do that, <laughs> does Coach K die soon? Answer so yes. here's As so here's Siri. She'll say yes. But uh, seriously though, no. Here's the thing. So this is super sidetrack. But back surgery is a super controversial thing because a lot of people back surgeries are one of the things where there is there's no guarantees. There's no there's no like guarantee. A lot of back surgeries that you're going to get it the first time. You know, that's why you hear people all the time, like, oh, I've had six back surgeries, seven back surgeries. Because you go in and, like, the spine is such a weird thing where, like, you could go in and fix one herniated disc, but fixing that, those three other things out of alignment. Yeah. It's like my mom. my mom's had, like, four well, back surgeries. What if you surgeries. got Coach K money, though, and you got the best doctors 
They're not they're, gonna put like, in a like not, a. They're not gonna put also, in like a dude, robot spine where like, oh, are we gonna make it perfect all at once? I mean, they do it you in know, the like, movies. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also, Duke University has some of the best doctors in the U.S. That doesn't mean anything. I'm just saying. But that's what I'm saying. Like, back, like you, you know, you break your leg. Okay, we go put pins in it. Got it. Once it's healed, it's good to go. The spine is so weird. It's like, like I say, like surgery. my mom has had four back surgeries. Her stuff, like, still isn't right. It, but you know, it's like, it's just a, it's just a, like the dominoes. So once you get it started, to where, so that's why a lot of people that have back problems. Like, surgery is absolute last resort. So it may be something where it finally got to the point where he's got a pinched nerve or something, and he starts losing feeling in his leg or something like that. And, you know, you have something like like nerve damage that you, you can't let that go because then it, it could become permanent and irreversible. So, anyways, Coach K, side note. Coach K, back, side note. Back, back surgery, side note. But So, I mean, I kind of understand, like, you know, him putting it off. If he like he probably didn't know that his back hurts and that he needed something done, but it's uh But who I really want to talk about is my guy from Kentucky, Malik Monk. Have you guys seen him play yet? No, I haven't. Oh man, he's unreal. Is he ham? He's a good shooter. He's really good. Shooting guard for the the Kentucky Wildcats. I think he should be like a top three pick, but He's I mean, a lot four? of experts are saying that he might not go to like five through eight, somewhere in there. Some people got him after 10, but I'm just saying he's a pure scorer. He's leading the SEC in scoring averages per yeah. game as a freshman. He had like 47 against North Carolina, I think. I mean, that's pretty high for a college basketball game. Um, also, Florida State, Jonathan Isaac, he's like 6'10", 6'11". Kind of small forward wing guy. can shoot a little bit from the outside. Does a lot of things. He had a bunch of blocks in the game that I saw. Breaking news? uh, Breaking news. Coach K does not dye his hair. He revealed in a 2014 interview that when he was 67 years old that uh, doctors told him he had the brain of a 20-year-old and that he would never dye his hair because... um, his buddies would kill him. That's what he said. I would not. Uh, I do not color my hair. I don't. That's a myth. My buddies would kill me. He also said, uh, I do not. Now I'm losing my hair, which a lot of people do, but I do not color my hair. So Coach K does not color his hair. All right. Back Bomb. to your regularly scheduled programming. All right. Fine. Yeah. Um, the other player that I like on Kentucky, Bam. Uh, Margera. Bam Margera. Sam Adebayo. Yeah, Adebayo. Is, like he from, is he from? Is he from Kenya? No, it from? sounds like a Nigerian last name. Nigeria, bro. Um, that's racist. No, hey, did I? See, I sent you the. African. Listen, I sent you the, the thing of a guy the other day. Customer of mine came in, and I was like, "Dude, look at this dude's last name. Guaranteed, one hundred percent Nigerian." I asked him. He's like, "Yes, I'm from Nigeria." I was like, "I knew it. <laughs> yeah. I can tell by his accent and his last name. Yeah, straight up Nigerian." Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Bam Adi, I lost his name. Adi Bayo. Um, I like him because he might be. It looks like like a better version of Dwight Howard, and I think they're probably like the. Ooh, I wouldn't go that far. Dwight Howard was the number one pick for a reason. Where were we? We were just talking about you know basketball players this season, college basketball. A lot of hype around Markel Fultz. 
a lot of people think he's the best player in the nation for uh, kind of a bad Washington team. Or the draft is tomorrow. Who's the number one pick? Markel Fultz, I think, right now. All right. So, um, he'll get drafted by the... Who's Who's got the best chances of winning the lottery? Right now, Boston, because they're getting Brooklyn's pick. Brooklyn's the worst team in the NBA. Boston. Do Boston have a chance to get, like... How many pieces are they from getting back to championship contention? Oh, I think they're one star player away from, and they really need a big that can defend. I mean, they have some they or, need a rebounder, or they well, could re-sign Rajon Rondo after he gets after he gets dropped. Or do you really want to start talking about Rondo already? I think well, they need a listen, player like Millsap. You're going to start the NBA on a bad note by talking about. Listen, Sorry, attitude player like Rajon Rondo, dude. He he was controversial. How many bridges in Boston? Like, he was controversial in Dallas. He shut down. They took him out during the playoffs. He didn't work out in Sacramento. He made weird comments about the only some referee. The only coach out. that can coach him is Doc Rivers, man. Yeah, but that's because he doesn't respect anybody, though. Right. So at what point? Is the NBA just say, basically as a whole, look, we don't need this guy. He's really not that good at this point. His calling card was defense forever and passing, and now he just, he's not really that great of a defender. He definitely can't shoot. You know, like He used to be a... How much of an asset is he really to? Above average defender. So what we're talking about, for people that don't know, so Rajon Rondo... Um, Put out a response. Where did he? Where did he put this on? Was it? Instagram. It wasn't on Twitter because they don't have enough. It was Instagram. It was Instagram. So he puts out this Instagram post, um, just talking about responding how, to uh, Jim, Jimmy Butler and Dwayne Wade. Uh, Dwayne, the Bulls lost to what? I don't remember. Well, anyway, uh, they lost to the. Hawks. They lost to the Hawks on Wednesday. Was, right, um, close Hawks. games. The close Hawks. game. Jimmy Butler put up forty points. Dwayne Wade put up thirty three. And so then Wade and Butler called out the other players. Called out the younger players for not having, um, just questioned their 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 mentality and um, work ethic. Work work ethic. And you know, say Jimmy Butler was close to saying, you know, hey, he hates losing. He doesn't know if other other young players, you know feel the same way about losing that he does and things like that and just questions their their worth ethic and their effort um so and D-Way share the same frustration also um they did this through the media um post game then Rajon Rondo has also so then Rajon Rondo got offended and posted an Instagram now let's go through I'm gonna say to begin with I agree with the some of the underlying tone of his message where is you know if you have problems with younger players and stuff like that a true leader should lead by example get in the gym work your tail off and you know if you have a problem with a specific guy address that with them don't air your grievances out on the media that's not going to get you anywhere you know so his so i'll i'll yeah, read his. Read I'll go through. I'll go through. It's it's Instagram. long, but we'll go through and pick it apart, and I'll tell you where I disagree. And I think me and me and Ben are kind of on the same page on a lot of this stuff. Um, 
so he starts it. My vets would never go to the media. So my vet. So he's talking about Paul Pierce, uh, Kevin, Garnett. Kevin Garnett, and you know my oh, yeah. my vets would never go to the media. Okay, well, here you are. Whether you you're not going directly to a reporter, but here you're saying don't go to the media you're by posting your, this on Instagram. On your own Instagram. There you are. You're in the media. So he already you're kind of hypocritical. Um, they would come to my team. My vets, my vets didn't pick and choose when they wanted to bring it. So now you're saying that Jimmy Butler and Dwayne Wade. Now you're attacking. Now you're back to attacking them. Whereas, oh well, they pick and choose when to bring it. So now you're attacking their. So now you're attacking their work ethic. Insinuating that D Wade takes his nights off when he wants to rest and things like that. They brought it every time they stepped in the gym, whenever it was practice or game. They didn't take days off. My vets didn't care about their numbers. My vets played for the team. When we lost, they wouldn't blame us. They would take responsibility and go out in the gym. I think that's great. Yeah, that's, that's true, though, because, Absolutely. That's, I mean, what you, that's what you should do. Yeah, that's true. Lead because that is the way that, that the Celtics played. That's. I mean, when you talk about they were the first team, I think, of like the big three or the guys to come together they didn't have an ego about their stats. Like, I still think to some extent that LeBron and Wade and Bosh kind of had that, they had to figure it out. I think the Warriors had to figure it out. There's always going to be that, I got to get mine mentality. But I don't think the Celtics ever had that. That yeah. was just like, I don't care who scores as long as we're winning. Yeah, and and I agree with what he's saying there. So I agree with what he, that's what that's what I, I agree with what he's saying. If you want to be a leader in a vet, you know this is how you this is how you should. I, I agree with that. Address that with them personally. Address that in a team meeting. By going to the media, you're basically discrediting yourself. Yeah. Uh, but I also, I mean, that's kind of how the NBA does it now. If you look at your who's the, who's the number one star. That's in the most public eye of the NBA. Who's that? LeBron James. LeBron James. What does he constantly do? He constantly calls out his teammates. He did it last year. He's already done it again this year, where he's talking about them not having enough playmakers. I mean, so you think if you were to anonymously poll his teammates, though, that you would say that they would say that they have like. Respect for him. Oh yeah, they definitely so, have respect for him because he's a great, great player. Yeah. But you would say that they they agree and they respect his leadership style by doing that, by him calling him out like that. I, I, I would think highly that they, disagree. Okay, I don't think that they would agree with, and, and that's all I'm saying. So I'll tell you, explain to you my point of bringing that up. I I don't think they would agree with the way that he is doing it. But I think they would agree that he's a good leader and he's helped lead them to a higher standard. But I'm saying that when your premium star player in the NBA has a reputation for calling guys out in the media, that sets an example for other players to, to say we can go. Yeah, but I don't think it sets a good example. No, I don't either. Because what he should be doing is getting in the gym and showing these guys, hey, look, oh, totally we're not good enough. Agree. We need to we need to work. Oh, I hundred percent. You know, because he's not by him doing this. Are are is anybody on the Cavs saying, "Look, hey, I need to make I need to make Braun proud. I need to get in the gym." No, they're sitting here. They're, they're not working. In, they're not going to work any harder because he's griping and complaining to ownership. They're going to do the same thing and start griping and complaining about ownership and not change anything about what they're doing in their work ethic. 
that doesn't help the team improve. I, I agree, but that's that is the world we live in now. I mean, that's with, I think that I don't, with I don't the social media. I think and, that's a I think that's a poor excuse. I, I'm just saying that's that's the way it is. We can't control that. No, we absolutely can. We can change it. We can have we can have leaders that we can have leaders that that do it the right way. Oh yeah, no, that, I wish there were, but I'm just saying. But when you have when when a guy like LeBron James, as popular as he is, set sets an example that that's okay, you don't think younger kids or like kids in high school are gonna think that well, well when I get in the NBA, but it's what's okay understood for me to call about when LeBron does it is that. Everyone knows that he does it because of what he's accomplished, and he puts himself in a position to speak um, these words and speak of um, credibility. Um, like if you're if you're not accomplished it, or accomplished what he's accomplished in his span of being NBA player, then they everyone understands. Like okay, if LeBron brings attention to this, then okay, then it, it, I I I disagree. Completely, I mean, because they, I mean, I know one, we don't talk about politics. A, a rookie but, is not going to have the same LeBron antics post game interviews. This is not going to happen. So I, I completely. And I, LeBron like wasn't say, like that when he. Well, I, yeah, I mean, a, a rookie, either. a rookie doesn't. A rookie's not going doesn't have the what, clout. What a rookie doesn't have the clout to right. stand up and and I mean do anything behind closed doors or out in public. He hasn't earned it. I agree with you on that. But I disagree with, you know, you can do whatever, you can do it however you want whenever you, whenever you have, a re- whenever you have earned it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like saying that, you know, hey, you know, I know we don't talk politics, but that's like saying pe- people who say, well, hey, uh, Donald Trump has a lot of money and he's a very successful businessman. So he must, so he must know something. We've got to, we've got to listen to what he says because he has power and because he's earned it and because he, you know, has power and resources. success and resources to back him up. I mean, I don't, I don't think that. All right, let me. I don't think that really. I don't really think that. I don't think that translates into an effective and a good leader. Right. Let me make, let me just because something. LeBron has personal success, he has a couple rings. I don't think that makes him. I don't think that makes him a leader. Perfect example. A good leader. Joffrey from Game of Thrones. He was a terrible king, <laughs> but he had money and he came from a good family and he had the resources. Joffrey, King Joffrey. I mean, he, he tortured brings up Game of exactly. Thrones. Like I mean, just to it. bring it home for people that actually watch. It. Yeah, yeah. Do you watch it? No. Exactly. All listeners watch it. All right, hold on. Look, I want to ask you something. That you may not remember because we were all younger. Do you remember? If, do you think Michael Jordan was a good leader to his teammates? Yes. Because I've been reading his, uh, a book about him. It's called The Life, Michael Jordan. And as a teammate, yes, he now, was a good leader. But he did similar things that LeBron does. Is that he would call his teammates out in the media as well? And so that was twenty years ago, and it was happening then. Now, do I agree with that? No, but I'm think I'm just saying that when you look at like who, like most people revere as the greatest basketball player of all time, I don't think many people would argue with that. Now, I don't think LeBron. I don't think LeBron is the guy that he is. 
I don't think LeBron is a superstar that he is because he just naturally has it. He just shows up. I, I, I fully believe that Le, Le, LeBron is in the gym working just as hard, if not harder, than anybody on that team. Yeah, that's yeah. my question. Which is what – I'm not questioning his work ethic or his, what he's put into it. I'm saying I don't think he needs to do all this extracurricular stuff. I say – I think, you you know, you get these guys behind closed doors and say, hey, look, you know, we need yes. to – but – I agree. That's uh, the that's only the way he knows. You know, because thing, when though, you start when you when, start going to ownership and saying, "Hey, you need to spend more money. You need to do this." That's none of your business. That's none of your business. Your job is to go out here, be a leader, and you know, take okay. the take the guys that you do have obviously, and work as hard as possible. I think he knows that, but obviously, he has a alter- alternative motive. Is if he shouts this out on 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 the media on. The internet it brings more attention to it and it puts more pressure on the owner. So you think him? Okay. So you think him? So if he does that, openly close, criticizing yes, his ownership is a good the, thing to him. That's the only way the message gets translated and it puts fire. Because on he doesn't believe in himself in to 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 to, to trust a, people to go and address to go and address them personally. He thinks he has to do it to have some kind of leverage through the media. Yes. 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 So he doesn't trust he doesn't trust his ownership. That's that's correct. Now, here's the thing: we can wish that players weren't like this, or that they would just have these conversations behind closed doors. And, and you, you assume know, it happens either way. What well, does happen either way? But that's the thing: is Tony and I are in agreement that we don't we don't believe that should be the way things are handled. Of course, because you should handle things as a man. As a man, you should go talk to him. You know what I'm saying? You should. As a teammate, you should go talk to your teammates. Call your teammate out by having a conversation with them rather than throwing them under the bus in front of millions of people on television. You know, now now on the other hand, just to bring the kind of the whole point back home is we're talking about Rajon Rondo, whose comments might be might be warranted, but his the credibility, the way is, he did it, but but also his credibility is lacking because of the way he's handled other <coughs> situations in the past. Right. So, so back to but so back to that. He said my vets didn't influence, didn't have an in, didn't have did not have an influence on the coaching staff. They couldn't change the plan because that because it didn't work for them. I played under one of the greatest coaches, and he held everyone accountable. It takes one through fifteen to win. When you isolate everyone, you can't win consistently. I may be a lot of things, but I'm not a bad teammate. Very debatable, that <laughs> comment. Yeah. We'll come back to it. Mm. Um, my goal is to pass what I learned along. The young guys work. They show up. They don't deserve blame. If anything is questionable, it's the leadership. So I think that it goes for both of these situations. I think that LeBron's questioning of the leadership says a lot about the shortcomings of the leadership. Mm-hmm. Because they should, LeBron, LeBron's driving the boat here. Well, to the leadership's defense, though, they just went out and got Kyle Korver, one of the best shooters in the NBA. Now he may not, he may be a little bit older now, but it's not as if they're not making moves to try to improve the team. Right. So it's like, what, what, from their perspective, it's kind of like, we okay, are, LeBron, we what are. else would you have us do? Well, that, that's, we put and that's what I'm a saying. Championship team, and and. I think chemistry plays a big factor in the, the team that they have right time. now. Yeah. And so it's like, do you really want to mess up the chemistry that you already have by trying to add all these other pieces? Like, 
if they went out and tried to get Carmelo Anthony, that would ruin their chemistry of their team. And that's another thing we can talk about because we we talk about Carmelo Anthony and him being in the trade buzz now, and I don't know that anybody wants him. Well, there was a meeting between him and Phil Jackson, and they had asked him what did the meeting consist of, and he was saying, oh, it was real short, it wasn't, didn't take long. So obviously that meeting was Phil Jackson like, hey, will you waive your no trade clause? And he was like, yeah, okay. And that was it, basically. <laughs> basically, but so he's gonna have to get he's gonna have to get sent to the right team. He's not just gonna go anywhere. Yeah. Wa- yeah. Waves no trade clause. It's gonna have to be like a contender or somebody with other better. But what players. contenders out there first? Let's start there. Are which teams are contenders right now for championships? Number one being the Cleveland Cavaliers. Well, that's willing to. I, I that's, don't think that's the question. That's willing question to throw an ice cube in their hot soup. Here, no. This is the question is not necessarily what teams are contenders right now. It's what teams think they would be a contender with Carmelo? That's Anthony. what. That's that's, that's so what I mean. I think, though, I, to be honest with you, out of all the teams right now, I think there's only one that would maybe even consider it. The Denver Nuggets. Go Boston. back to Denver, full circle. Boston Celtics. <laughs> Bill Simmons actually brought that up as a joke. <laughs> oh really? Oh no 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 no! It was Zach Lowe. Sorry, from uh, ESPN. But seriously, I think I think it's the Clippers because I think the Clippers. The Clippers, with with CP3 and DeAndre Blake, I think that's enough. Like other veteran players, that he's not gonna think he has to be the guy, you know, and that they would have a legitimate chance. Now they're not gonna give up one of those three to get Carmelo. They're not gonna do no, it. And I think the new CBA prohibits that too. Well, so also, um, what now they're saying is that. The Knicks maybe even would consider a trade with them without getting one of those in return, which says a lot about Carmelo when you can't even get like a top three player from a team in return for him, who's supposed to be the franchise player, one of the best and players in the NBA trying to get rid for so long. So I, I just think like the, if the Knicks are going to be willing to trade him, which I think they are, they're going to have to take him out of bargain, you know, maybe 50 cents on the dollar, yeah. you know, back in return. So, and that's, that's what I think a lot, like there's like, there's some other trades that could potentially happen. Like another guy who's obviously not happy and we've, they've talked about him for years and years and years being traded is DeMarcus Cousins. But who's willing to take that risk of his attitude and that kind of thing, but then also has the assets in return that the Kings will take, you know. Maybe, I, I mean, I could see a team that would want him would be like Washington because he played with John Wall in college. I think John Wall could maybe keep his head on straight. They would play well together. But does Washington have the pieces in return to send to the Kings that they would accept a trade, you know? And then there's teams like Boston who has a ton of assets, yeah. but are they willing to take the risk with Demarcus Cousins, I would say no. Yeah. Um. They could. Uh, they could. I mean, I don't know how the numbers would work out, but Bradley Beal, they could trade Bradley Beal for Demarcus Cousins. But Beal was always hurt, though. Well, he yeah, but he's season. playing really good now, and he's already yeah. in his first year of his new contract extension. And yeah. I mean. It would take a lot more than that, though. Yeah. 
definitely some picks and things like that. I think there's going to be a lot of these little small trades, like a P.J. Tucker, some stuff like that. Guys, that get and the Kings around. need a better shooting guard. So yeah. The 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 one thing is I I think teams are gonna you're gonna see a lot of teams be patient because this upcoming draft I mean it's deep. Yeah. There's like probably ten to fifteen guys who could be a legitimate like. Yeah, this, number one this, or number two player on coming team. up draft looks good. Yeah, there's a lot of talented guys coming up. Mm -hmm. uh, you know who one guy would love to see get traded to a new team would be Nerlens Noel. I just want to see him. Yeah, I think that's inevitable. I think he will. I think Boston would be a great place. He's from Boston. Is he? Yeah, he's from Boston. I didn't know that. And then like if if they gave up, I don't know whether backup guard being like Marcus Smart or somebody like that to. That's, I mean, that's a piece that Philadelphia needs. They need guards because they've got tons of bigs. Yeah. So yeah. I think need, somebody like that, somebody maybe, maybe like a, a, like that later first round pick possibly or, or second round pick. They even, need, yeah, or you're right. They do need guards. First rounder, something like that. Distributed. They could trade to Boston. Maybe guards Boston and could shooters. steal them away. Wing shooters. I just got an update that says that uh, the Celtics and Magic have had trade talks around possibly trading Nikola Vucevic, which, to be honest, I'm not a huge fan of his. But if Boston's looking for inside scoring presence, yeah, he can score. He's just not a great defender. But and I don't think he really fits with the Magic's team now that they have like 30 big guys. Sir, and they have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, I think they're. I, actually, I think the Magic are just trying to accumulate assets. They have been, but they the, the problem with that is that you you've got a bunch of guys who don't play well together. So are they really assets? You know, like a Alfred, Alfred Payton is. He's honestly kind of like a a younger Rajon Rondo. He can't shoot. He's a good passer. He's a good defender. Yeah, but he's a liability on off the bench with shooting. Well, they have him coming off the bench now. Yeah. But that's that's what I'm saying. Like you have DJ Augustine starting over him. Right. So how good is he really? Mm. They traded away one of their best players, Victor Oladipo, <laughs> for Serge, who has one year left on his deal. And he's, I think he's gone. Well, he might stay. He might stay, but next, the next sat next Sunday. The can we say the word? We'll get a notice in our email inbox from the NFL. Number 51. The Super Bowl. I don't care. Patriots are in it. We're going to win it. So, <laughs> the the Patriots and the Falcons, right down the street. Now, the Falcons, I, I honestly I love the Patriots. The Falcons are a great team. And I would not be heartbroken to see the team right down the street that – you know, guys like Matt Ryan, Julio, um, Julio Jones, who, I mean, have worked hard, have stayed with the same team, stayed with the same program. I would not be heartbroken for them to hang a banner in their brand new stadium on uh, day one of next season. So I'm, I'm super, super duper pumped for the Super Bowl. It's going to be yeah. pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's awesome for Atlanta fans because Atlanta has been waiting for the the Hawks to not disappoint them in the postseason or even just, you know, to get to the postseason. The Falcons? The Hawks. Oh, sorry. 
the, the hawks, one of the birds the hawks and one the of the birds one of the Atlanta birds <laughs> dirty birds so yeah I'm happy for um Hawks fans I think it's gonna be Falcons Falcons oh my gosh why are there birds in this Atlanta? That's the reason why nobody cares about the Super Bowl because you don't even know the name of the teams in. Right. Well, it's good that, you know, there's it's not reoccurring teams in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's good that there's new teams every now and then. And um, Yeah, I mean, because the Patriots can't just whoop up on everyone. Gosh. I mean, I've got a lot of we friends. We need new are, challenger. New <laughs> challenger. I've got a lot of friends who are Falcons fans, so I'm excited for them. You know, but to me, is it exciting Super Bowl? The last time, oh, absolutely! It's, I think last it's time be the Falcons were in the Super Bowl was nineteen ninety nine, ninety six, ninety six. Yeah, the Brett Favre. Atlanta only has one championship in like a major sport, major sporting like sports leagues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they only have one championship. That's the Braves. The, the Braves. The Braves World Series championship is the only one. They, the Falcons have never won. The Hawks have never won. They don't have a hockey team. They. You're right. It was 99. It was 99. I thought I saw 99. They played Denver, I think. Okay. So, man. That was, was, was that Elway's first? Yep. Was that Elway's first championship? I believe so. So, I mean, this, it would be great for the city of Atlanta. They got a new baseball stadium coming up, new football stadium coming up. They got a new hockey, uh, a soccer new soccer team and a new MLS team, uh, Atlanta United. Uh, I mean, it's an exciting time for Atlanta sports, and it wouldn't be too disappointing to start it off with a championship. Yeah. But okay. also, you know, Tommy and the boys are, you know, I think they're going to bring home number five. Yeah, it's fifth. Bring home number five. Uh, I just hope it's a good game. Um, I think it would be. It's got. I have a feeling it's going to be high scoring because Tom has to try to keep up with um, the scoring of Atlanta Hawks, man. Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Falcons. Gosh. And but, I do that off the pod too. Like I always address them. As a, so in the early two thousands, the Patriots' big, big, big thing was their defense. Their defense was stout. I mean, you had Willie McGinnis, yeah. Teddy Bruschi, and the guys Very were able. guys were good to go. Their their offense has kind of led them in recent years. Man, the defense is super good. They, I mean, if they can hold. Not a lot of teams have been able to hold the uh, Falcons. Maybe what you're talking about, getting so, rid of your boy, Jamie Collins. I don't think it makes took. Oh, to get the defense back on track? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe it just it just woke them up and held them accountable. And, you know, since then they've been playing pretty good. I think it'll be a good game. I'm super excited. Um, we did forget to mention one other thing. Unless, what? Did you want to say anything else about the Super Bowl? No, I think, I think we're ready to roll. And, right. uh, got I the, have to uh, bring something up before I forget. What? This travesty that happened in the NBA All-Star selection. Oh First gosh. of all, the whole thing is a sham because the, the NBA is so vague on what actually the criteria is as far as fan votes, player votes, and all this. And the players took it as a joke anyway. But how does a guy who is one of the best players in the league... He is in the in the uh, discussion for MVP, 
so far this season is averaging a triple-double, which is the first time in how many years, and he doesn't get voted as a starter for the All-Star game. How does that happen? You tell me. Uh, just a flawed system. Flawed system. So you agree with me, then, that he should have been a starter? Yes. I think it's crazy. How does he not start? I mean... He's. I think he's really popular. It's Maybe not popular. as popular as Steph Curry. It's popular. But. The narrative for Steph, you know, this is the um, back-to-back MVP. You know, one year last year unanimously. There's never been a unanimous MVP. Yeah, and I'm not. And, and hear me out. I'm not um, arguing so that, that Steph there. isn't a great player. I mean, he he definitely. There's an argument to him being a starter too, but not this year. Not, not this year. Not the way like. And, and honestly, I'm not even saying like I'm, I'm calling it's, out the fans. It's a slap. The fans, in, it's, it's a slap in the face. Yeah, I mean the fans are the ones who have. I mean, yes, the players could have kind of overrid, overrode that, but not enough to make the fan vote not count. So, you well, know, they, guys, what are we doing? We, you know, fans, what are we doing? We can't. We can't even vote in a guy who's. He, I think he's the first player to average triple double since Oscar, Oscar Robertson. I mean, come yeah, on. it's unheard of. And it, I, for me, I feel like this—it's not like Russell. Maybe it's because Russell Westbrook is not. Um, we always knew Russell Westbrook had this capability. He kind of had it last year too, but he couldn't actually do it because of KD. But it's because that Russell is the only one on the team putting up the numbers now. Is that you know it's not like a, a super big shock to people. Yeah. Um, we knew we always always knew that um, Russell had the capability. What about Joel Embiid? Joel Embiid. Uh, yeah. Dude, don't get me started on him. <laughs> snub. Super snub. As snub. the fans voted him as as a starter, didn't they? I think the fans voted him as a starter, but the players didn't, so it ended up. Him not be. They need and to come up with a different system. I, I understand that, like, not a lot of rookies get voted into the All Star game, but technically, this is like his third year, first right. of all. <laughs> he's not really a rookie at this point. Right. And, like, and maybe he's not playing the minutes, but the production is there. I mean, he's averaging, like, almost 20 points a game, eight rebounds. Like, when's the last time you remember a rookie having that much of an impact? And to me, not a, not just an impact like on the stat sheet. It's like he's kind of revitalized the franchise, don't you think? Like there's actually like a lot of hope in Philadelphia now. Like there's a lot of buzz around the team. They've won like five out of six games, and I think they've lost a couple lately. But I mean, like people actually believe in the Sixers again. You know, they got guys like T.J. McConnell actually playing good for them who really probably should be definitely a backup point guard. But, yeah, man, Embiid, trust the process. Trust the process. All right, I think we're about wrapped up. So, um, we're taking bets. Um, you can send us an email if you want to uh, get in on the bet. The uh, So, this, if you... We're doing transactions through Ch- Instagram. Ch- so the uh, uh, Twitter over under on uh, how many times Malcolm Butler gets absolutely manhandled by Julio Jones. 
Well, they're gonna double who. That's the best. That's the bet. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. If, so Malcolm Butler is if Malcolm Butler is put on Julio Jones, Julio Jones, Man Among Boys. How many times? I mean, I I love the Patriots, but right. dude, this Julio, goes back to Julio is an issue. Pods. One of so, our first pods we bets. talked about. How many times? Talk about under. what? What did we talk about? Rookie. No, no. What? We talked about who's the best wide receiver in the NFL. You still, oh, yeah. you still think it's Ob or Julio? <clears throat> who's got the best wide receiver core in the NFL? Who said the Falcons? That would be Tony. Who said the friggin' Giants? They're garbage. Who said that the Julio was the best receiver in the NFL though? Two thumbs pointed at this guy. Yeah, you did. They got depth. They, they got, got depth, depth, and Matty Ice can just throw it all over the field. All right. I will give you credit, too. You said Matty Ice is going to win the MVP, and it yeah. looks like it's probably going to happen. He he has to. I called Tom Brady, to. but I just don't think he had enough I time. I can't remember who I called early on. I don't know. I think, like, mid-season I had, like, Matty Zeke? Ice. No, yeah, I think I did say Wait, Zeke, I think we right? all agree Matty Ice had a great season. Yeah. Man. He definitely is deserving of it. He's been the most consistent out of everyone, so. Which isn't, which is not common for him. Normally, normally he has like peaks and valleys. Mm -hmm. Big time, big time. He stepped it up big time. So he's had a career year. And in the playoffs too. This is the first time they've gotten back-to-back playoff wins. And I don't even think they had won a playoff game with him prior to that. So congrats to him. Congrats to the Falcons. We'll see what happens next weekend. All right, hit us up on uh, Twitter, Facebook. Our Twitter, at the Tech Foul Pod. SoundCloud, search for us, the Technical Foul Podcast. SoundCloud iTunes. and iTunes. I- iTunes, the same. Check us out. Check us out. Thanks. We promised we would be more consistent. We had a team meeting earlier. Behind closed doors, we, call, closed we doors. called each other out, not publicly. Not publicly. All right. Please tag Rajon. Tag. <laughs> hashtag fight for Rajon. Hashtag Rajon. No. Hashtag Rajon. Well, yeah. Hashtag Rajon, Jimmy Butler, all these guys to take notes from how we run our podcast. How do you address the media? All right, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Until then. Check out, out. For our next podcast. We're going to be talking about... Best and worst movies 2016 and most anticipated movies of 2017. Jeez. <laughs> I got my eyes on you. You're everything that I see, I won't show how